Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. What's up, y'all? This is Liberty Night with Nate and Charlie on the Free Talk Live Network. We're currently in the middle of a dumb bleep of the week. The Path Haters Club have been hanging out live with us, and they're going to vote on what the dumbest thing is. We already did two of them, so let's get on to number three. The oh. next one in here is uh, on MSNBC. They've got E. Jean Carroll. Now, E. Jean Carroll recently became uh, a millionaire, I guess, if she ends up ever getting some... Uh, money from Donald Trump, but she got the $83 million judgment. She already got, I think, a $5 million judgment. So it's got about $88 million that Donald Trump owes her right now. Mm. And Mexico is going to pay for it. Yeah, that's true. So they're just going to put some tariffs on some people and and, uh, they're Mm -hmm. probably going to pay for it. But anyway, they asked her on the show what she was going to do with this money to help women's rights. Like if she had some big plans with the money because, you know, she got um, sexually assaulted allegedly by the uh, by by President Trump. Of course, that definitely happened, 100%. And so let's see what her reaction was, how she's going to further women's rights. And you just watch the very, very awkward reaction from everyone that's with her as well. You've talked about using some of Trump's money you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, or, Rachel. Or you... Yes. Tell me. I had such such great ideas for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel, you and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing in France? No? All right, all right. That's a joke. Look at the people next to her. Although if if me fishing in France could do something for women's rights, I would take the hit. You know, I would obviously take one for the team. All right, let me, let me, as if, as if you need persuasion in that regard. Let me, let me. So awkward. (laughs) That was a joke. It's a joke. The lady on the end. That was a joke. (laughs) She's kidding. I don't think she's kidding. How does she kind of sound like the female version of Donald Trump there? A little bit. She almost sounds like you a, want fishing in France. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like a slightly less drunk Nancy Pelosi to me. Um, I don't know about you, but yeah, what I see in this clip is a woman who is just ecstatic about the fact that she was able to find a jury of people who hated Donald Trump to award her eighty-eight million dollars yeah. from Trump, and she feels like she just won the lottery. And while they're trying to seriously ask her about what she's going to do about women's rights, she's just thinking about all the shopping she's about to do. Now, she needs to be careful. She might end up getting sexually assaulted in the dressing room. So I'm sure she's got a lot of, you know, pent up trauma about that. Yeah. So she'd probably get a personal. Well, now she can afford for. security. That's true. To That's hang true. out in the dressing room yeah. with her. If, yeah. she, if it did happen, then I feel bad for all those jokes, but it didn't happen. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That was uh, number. I mean, I could three I, women's rights or you know women's suffrage has been solved now. Oh, it has. Yeah, 
You know, the one thing, one thing I notice is women are really good at stealing money from men. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, that's true. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. It's one of the main things. Yep. I think that they've evolved <laughs> to do. Yeah. They, they like to take at least half of things they didn't earn. All right. Let's go to, uh, Iowa. That wasn't based on personal experiences no, or no, anything. No, no, that's no. just broad culture. No, speaking. definitely not. Yeah. You're not actually drawing a, from any experiences it was a that joke. you have. Yeah. Um, will you put that one in the group while I'm okay. <clears throat> number four? Sorry, I didn't number them today. Number four, U.S. Navy veteran Michael Cassidy has been charged with a hate crime. What did he do? Well, Charlie, he beheaded a statue of Satan at the Iowa Capitol. Mm. They had a statue up there. I guess it was a satanic statue. I remember this whole thing going on up there in Iowa, and he he beheaded it, and now he's getting charged with a hate crime mm. for doing such thing because it was against someone's religion. Yeah, is the uh, is the thing. Um, go ahead, a, Charlie. Is it a hate crime? It's a hate crime. I mean, maybe vandalism or something. But it's, I would I totally would say that it's vandalism for mm. sure. Seems Didn't, like hate crime's a little harsh. Doesn't Satan have slaves? <laughs> No. Uh, no, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> Navy Reserve veteran Michael Cassidy has been charged with a hate crime after he beheaded, beheaded a satanic statue in the Iowa State Capitol, according to a Tuesday press statement from local attorney's office. Cassidy, who said that he was committing an act of Christian civil disobedience after he destroyed a pagan statue that was displayed in the Iowa Capitol, made national headlines for his actions. Mm. Okay. Back oh, to that's you, one, Nate. That's one thing. There, here's some more. Sorry. I was, I was messing around with the screens. All right. Hicks <laughs> said in a statement that based on information from the Satanic Temple. It's the, early, Charlie. The okay. cost to replace or repair the statue would have been between $750 to $1,500, making its destruction an aggravated misdemeanor. Uh, in fact, the temple was filed uh, has filed oh, a damage funny. estimating putting the cost to replace the statue at $3,000. What makes the charge a felony, uh, he said, is the hate crime statute. Cassidy's attorney has written in court filings that the Satanic Temple, which organized the pagan display, was intended to evoke strong emotions and incite others. Inc- I thought incitement was against... Incitement's bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, so they incited this to happen. Right. In a statement following the destruction of the statue, Iowa Republican Governor Kim Reynolds said she found the statue absolutely objectionable, but that the best response to object, objectionable speech is more speech and prayer. Okay. Hate crimes, Charlie. Where you come down on those? This, they're ridiculous. Yeah. So you're fine with hate crimes? No. <laughs> no, I think... You don't have a problem with them? No, I don't like them because... the. It's already a crime to it's vandalize all, yeah, it's already. something. Why do you got to add some type of Why a is it, kicker? <laughs> how is it hate? Don't you always hate something yeah. when you commit some type of act? You know, when I spit on the sidewalk, it's because I hate the sidewalk. Yeah. You know? Like if you vandalize someone's, let's say that you like. Because spitting on sidewalk is still illegal in a lot of states, say by you the way. slash someone's tires, mm-hmm. you know? That's he a, hates these tires. It's a hate crime against the person. It's against the tires. He hates the tires. That's true. He hates it just like he hates the cans. Exactly. I know. But, you know, someone... Stay away from the tires. Someone slashes your tires or breaks your windshield or something. That's a hate crime, right? That's done out of hate. 
But I guess it's only when it's a specific group. And in this instance, it's the uh, satanic temple. Mm. Sure. They got a right to religion, to the free exercise thereof in a state building, I guess. Everybody <laughs> has a like right to be else. stupid. Yeah. That's totally fine. Whatever. <laughs> Hate yeah. crimes are ridiculous. Just like just the Ten Commandments are allowed to remain up mm-hmm. in these places. <laughs> kind of weird, I guess. Yeah. All right. That was number four. There's this new game out there. Am I going to pronounce it? Is it called Pal World? Pal World? Or Paul World? I have no idea. Is anyone out there playing this Pal World? Apparently, it's a very popular game. Now, PETA, that's not some guy named Peter. I'm talking about PETA, you know, the animal people. They're upset about this Pal World game because it uh, has way too much animal cruelty. And they want like a vegan version of this game uh, where it makes it fair for vegan people to come in and play this specific game. Let me fill you in just a little bit. Pal World <laughs> Pal World Does is the Peter most... Does have a whole team working on this? They're just going to... <laughs> Pal World is the most popular game in the world right now. It's currently dominating the Steam charts and every metric. Is that a chart that has games on it's it? It's like Billboard, I guess, for video games. <laughs> I have no I idea. I don't know. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Oh, uh, you can tell how many games we play. Yeah. Uh, with a peak player count of over 2 million, the game's success is record-breaking. Of course, the hit survival creature collection title is not without its detractors. Power World has been steeped in drama since its early access launch with the, devel- with the developers have reportedly received death threats over unsubstantiated claims of AI usage and plagiarism of Pokemon models. So mm. that's a thing to threaten death over, I would say, is uh, yeah. maybe using Pokemon models. I don't know. One claim that's a little easier to back up, depending on your perspective, is the power world glorifies animal cruelty. The assertion has been backed by many on social media and even animal rights nonprofit PETA has caught wind of it. Um, How do you catch wind? <clears throat> I'm not sure. PETA, let's see, this is them addressing the animal cruelty in Pal World. Maybe some of y'all play this out there. I've just never heard of the thing. Playing devil's advocate, it's understandable that some people would perceive Pal World's gameplay as justification of animal cruelty. It certainly rewards a sort of ruthless pragmatism relating to the treatment of your adorable pals. Mm. Can someone tell me what you do in this game? I didn't play it in preparation for this dumb bleep. Yeah. Has okay. anybody played Pal World? Does anyone know what someone what do in live do? group has to have because there's over two million of y'all playing this game? When you're not beating, hacking, or shooting at them, Pal World revolves around forcing them into indentured servitude and efficient little work camps. If you're particularly cruel, those who step out of line due to poor working conditions can be butchered and fed to the others. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder this game is so popular. <laughs> Not that we condone that sort of thing, mind you. The topic of animal cruelty in Power World may not have received as much traction as other criticisms, but it's reached the ears of PETA, responding to questions about the topic from the folks at Insider Gaming, the animal rights organization, related suggestions of a vegan guide for the game. I got a suggestion. How about vegans just don't play the game? You know, just play a different game, like uh, one of those games where you farm stuff or Mm -hmm. something, you know, Farmville or whatever. But not animals. I'm talking about growing crops. So the live group is saying it's like communism. Okay. Yeah. All right, I got you. Well, it sounds pretty communism yeah. so far. <laughs> Only apparently there's always stuff to eat. Uh, quote, PETA has already heard from many Power World fans who have no interest in eating pals and want a vegan guide created for the game. Just don't play the game. Play a different game. 
There's, I'm not going to contact also, Call of Duty and say I'm against war <laughs> and give me like a peaceful option for Call of Duty. I'm a libertarian. That's ridiculous. Let me talk to the guy <laughs> and convince him to to lay down his arms <laughs> versus shooting him. Give me the option God. for diplomatic responses on the map. <laughs> uh, let me see. Also, here's the thing. They say you can't eat berries, but they don't offer as much nutrition as the animals do. So you're at a disadvantage <laughs> in the game as a vegan person. It's all make-believe. It's a game. It's, pretend. it's a game. These are virtual animals. People, stop giving your money to pee. Though. They're paying attention to video games. <laughs> Come on, man. All right. Oh, it's too early for this. I know. <laughs> At this point, we're just like, oh, even. God. This really is dumb. This. this really is dumb. Um, let's see. I'm going to put PETA they'll in find, here for number they'll five. They'll find something. Oh, yeah. They will. For oh, everything. God. We made it to this one already. All right, number this six. This is a difficult one. We got to read. Well, folks, as many of you know, back in 2017, my wife and I bought a house in Nashville, Tennessee. It was a massive risk, but it's turned into a massive asset for the two of us. We spent tons of time and money remodeling and making this place our own, a comfortable place to carry us into the future with our little nieces and nephews and our family coming to visit all the time. Things like this are worth protecting, and making an estate plan now means we can gain security and peace of mind for ourselves and our loved ones. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $159. Go to trustandwill.com slash GML for 10% off plus free document shipping. We're currently using Trust and Will's simple-to-use website to build our will. I'm amazed by how easy this website makes it to do something that's so important. Think about it. If something happens to my wife and I and we don't have a will, who gets to decide what happens to our assets? The government. Uh, no, thank you. But I don't trust them to even resurface the roads that go to my house, let alone decide what happens to my biggest asset after I'm gone. I've seen it happen with other members of my family when they passed. They didn't have a will, and man, was it a mess for their family to get everything sorted out afterwards. I know it's not something we like to think about, but it can happen to any of us at any time. Well, get the peace of mind you deserve by creating your estate plan with Trust and Will, an overall rating of excellent and thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot and used by hundreds of thousands of families and counting. Secure your assets to protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash GML. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash GML. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Well, it's January, so everyone's thinking new year, new me, right? But what if there are some things that you're already doing right and could just be expanded on? I started keeping a calendar at the end of last year, trying to get better organized with my crazy life schedule. Maybe you're like Charlie and you've already shed 80 pounds of extra weight and you just have a little further to go. Well, therapy helps you find your strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. As you know, I've done therapy in the past and found it to be extremely helpful. It's not just for those that have major trauma, although it's perfect for that too. But it's also for people that want to learn positive coping skills and how to set healthy boundaries and how to be the best, the best version of yourself. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress that you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GML. This is, so we're not going to fully be able to go through this whole article. I read the entire thing last night. It's pretty lengthy. Um, We're not going to be able to do the whole thing right now. Maybe spend some more time on it next week. But uh, thank you to whoever, I think it was Neil that put this in the uh, submission. Pretty sure. So anyway, Charlie, let's uh, double team this one real quick. All right. Will the U.S. So this is number six. Will the U.S. and Argentine flirtation with libertarianism end in disaster? That's that's a question to pose. Yeah, is I just want to ask though: Is the U.S. flirting with libertarianism? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, apparently we are, um, according to this, according to this uh, Substack. Post. He says, "Just turn everything over to the morbidly rich and let them and their companies run the entire country along with the profit motive lines. What could possibly go wrong?" Well, it looks like. According to this graphic, there we're gonna. This is gonna turn into Space Jam. You know, the Monstars, you know, they went to Chat GPT and they said, and they're gonna make me a morbidly rich man, and they're gonna chain up Michael Jordan and LeBron James for all, all right. the people to come see. Usually, it's Republican politicians bragging that they're that they're more libertarian than conservative, but this time it's a former Democrat. Bobby Kennedy Jr., RFK, who's reportedly thinking of running for president on the Libertarian Party ticket. God, people on the left are so good at getting out in front of things. Mm -hmm. Like they catch just a tiny, like, snippet of something. Yeah. And they will jump out in front of it and bring light to it. Yeah. But in a negative way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that when people, so that when you hear about it for a second time, you've already got the negative got some kind of preconceived notion about whatever it is. They're really good Mm -hmm. at that. They get out ahead really easily. This bizarre experiment of libertarianism now officially a political party with ballot access in all 50 States. Now it's been a party for 40 years, 50, 50, 50 years has been promoted by the billionaire class ever since world war two. And it's literally killing some of us, along with threatening our democratic republic. I've got a question for you as a libertarian person, although not a big L. If this is some kind of major threat that's been supported by the billionaire class since World War II, why didn't the Libertarian Party get more than like 1% to 3% of the vote? They should be dominating why, every election. Why they got a hard, Why they have a hard time raising money? Why do they have a hard time getting in all 50 states on the ballots if, this, if it's this major billionaire class mm-hmm. push since World War II? Where yep. is all that money? That's what I want to know. Of. I don't know. Well, it's hidden. I guess under mattresses. Yes. Okay. Reporter Mark Ames uh, documents how, back in the 1940s, a real estate lobbying group... <laughs> Hold on, Nate the engineer said, because it's only the top 1% to vote for him. That's oh, yeah. why they get 1%. That's right. That's a, that's a great point. Makes that sense. Math, yeah, that math <laughs> seems not racist. So, <clears throat> all right. Uh, back in the 1940s, a real estate lobbying group came up with the idea of creating a new political party to justify deregulating the real estate and finance industries so they could make more money. 
This new Libertarian <laughs> Party would give an ideological and political cover to their goal of becoming government-free, and they developed an elaborate pretense of governing philosophy around it. This <clears throat> this entire philosophy of libertarianism, just so you know, sprouted... It's to enslave other people yes. to, to billionaires. Yes, and it sprouted from these guys in the 1940s who wanted to deregulate the real estate and finance industries... Thus born all of our famous libertarian authors that we know of that came out of, they were all actually working for these guys the whole they were time working for the real estate yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Their principal argument was that if everybody acted separately and independently in all cases with maximum selfishness, such behavior would actually benefit society. There would be no government needed beyond an army and a police force and a court system to defend the rights of property owners it was a freakish twisting of Adam Smith's reference to the invisible hand that regulated trade among nations. Actually, I'll tell you what, what they just named out right there sounded pretty good. It uh, was a freakish but... twisting of Adam Smith's reference. Well, here's the thing. Adam Smith didn't write that book in the 1800s. It was in the... <laughs> until these real estate guys was, got together in the 1940s. Yeah, it was the 1700s for that And they book. went back... Into the 1700s to tell Adam Smith, like, hey, please write. Well, they're rich. They built a time machine. Please. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But they just twisted his words, I Mm -hmm. guess, is what happened. They pretend that things will simply run themselves, but they're wrong. Gutting government leaves a huge power vacuum that will inevitably be filled by the nation's oligarchs. That's how it's worked all over the world for 7,000 or more years. What do we have right? What do we have right now? You know? We've got the biggest government ever in the history of all mankind. It's democracy, Nate. Right now we have democracy. You got to protect it. And we got these same people complaining that we have these oligarchs and this billionaire class and they're the ones running everything. All the while, we've got the most regulations, the most government, the most taxes out of our GDP, all these things that we've ever had in history of America and the biggest government that's ever existed. And... What this is libertarianism, that's what's happened. But if you get rid of that, there's going to be a power vacuum and the rich are going to control things. Yeah, so they both complain that with the biggest government ever, because the people who control things right now aren't rich, <laughs> they're literally saying right now, the complaining, we've got the biggest government ever and it's the rich that control everything. But if you get rid of the government, it's going to be the rich that control everything. You wouldn't want that, mm, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> so, which is this is why there's one question that always stops libertarians dead in their tracks when they come on or call into my radio TV program to proclaim the wonders of their political ideology. Please name one country anywhere in the world. This is his question to all these libertarians. Any time in the last 7,000 years where libertarianism has succeeded and produced general peace and prosperity. And we'll get Charlie's answer to this super, super difficult question that this guy always uses to stump all of the libertarians that come on his radio show. Coming right up on Liberty Unite on the Free Talk Live Network. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation 
reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800 509 That's 800-509-4492. USA News Update. According to a federal appeals court decision made today, former President Donald Trump is not immune from prosecution for alleged crimes he committed during his presidency to reverse the 2020 election result. The three-judge panel voted unanimously, saying that President Trump has become citizen Trump. The Senate's border deal and foreign aid package was released Sunday, and if it's passed, it could seriously cut off asylum at the U.S. southern border and dramatically change immigration law for the first time in decades. But Speaker Mike Johnson declares the deal dead on arrival and said it actually won't fix a thing. Large parts of Chile are now being turned to ash in what's believed to be the country's deadliest wildfire. The fires have claimed at least 123 lives and hundreds of people are still missing. Corey Myers, USA News. Have you ever watched a video on the internet and found yourself waiting for the skip the ad button? The reason this takes a few seconds is because the video delivery companies get to collect impression commission and the viewer never sees the advertisement. The company still pays full price to run the ad. Does this sound like a scam to you? Is there any wonder why Internet ads are so ineffective? For over 100 years, radio has been a proven source for companies' messages. Radio listeners are engaged and want to support the companies that sponsor the shows they're so passionate about. Simple companies like window treatments, security, pillow companies, and more have been able to break away from the big box stores building multi-million dollar businesses. Find out what radio can do for your business. Call 877-996-4327 or advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Appreciate what we do? Help us advertise, market, and promote for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Please name one country anywhere in the world. This is his question to all these libertarians. 
Any time in the last 7,000 years where libertarianism has succeeded and produced general peace and prosperity? Uh, America. I would say the, the beginnings of America minus enslaving human beings yes <laughs> would be a pretty good example of that i think you can look at a chart of seven thousand years and see uh the peace and prosperity of humankind skyrocket especially prosperity of humankind skyrocket and it sort of coincides with america being founded and saying that people have individual rights mm-hmm and can freely interact and trade with one another. We've slowly started to mess that up over time. But yeah, that's a pretty good example. Yeah. But he's pulling, you know, it's an interesting question because when socialists say, well, they've never tried real socialism, that wasn't real socialism. When someone like that asks that question to me, the first thing that happens in my mind is I say, well, they never tried real libertarianism. Yeah. <laughs> Have they? Have they tried real liberty? Has has libertarianism been instituted in a country? Truly, I think the beginnings of America is pretty close. Pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. Okay, that's one thing. The thing is, they're they're right. No one actually did whatever the perfect utopian vision of socialism or communism is. Marxist, whatever. They tried to do that. And in the effort of trying to institute that, they killed 100 million people yeah. in the process. Because it turns out you just end up having to kill everyone. In the effort of trying libertarianism yes. in America, although it's mm-hmm. outgrown libertarianism now, uh, we created the greatest country to yes. ever, ever exist. And so what you have to ask is, <laughs> let's try to move towards libertarian utopia, which doesn't exist, or let's try to move towards socialist utopia, which doesn't exist. Which one actually has, once we screw it up, Human beings, men, and mostly women, once we screw it up, <laughs> which one is still way better than the other one? It's, it's clearly the people that are moving yep. towards in, individualism. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> Luis and I, this, this is the author again, were in Argentina during their election in November, and Javier Mille, the new president, claims he's going to impose libertarianism on that country to fix their economic woes. So far, though, he's just making inflation worse and causing millions to lose benefits as he shuts down the Argentine social safety net. Again, no country in history has ever made libertarianism work. If it had, that country would be on the tip of every libertarian's tongue. The way democratic socialists talk about Scandinavia, where the full-on social democracy and regulated capitalism experiment has succeeded for generations. Yeah, but that's not socialism. Yeah, like... Democratic socialists talk about those places because they like the welfare system, but it's not socialism. It's no. not Marxism. They have, even compared to us, very unregulated capitalism. For business. For business, yes. They just have high taxes on the people that yeah. live there, and that's, that's what they've done. They've, they've got a, a money farm. It's called people. And that, so we're not going to go through this whole article. We're, we're not even a quarter way into this article right now. I do want to point out to you, it spends a long time talking about I'm Rand. That's how I ended up reading the entire thing. At one point in this article, they say the words libertarian, libertarian Donald Brumsfeld. Okay. We're not going to get all the way to that, but I want to let you know that they call Rumsfeld a libertarian in this article. And he was trying to get us closer to libertarianism too. Mm-hmm. I think maybe they just... This person doesn't get it. Tom 
Hartman is this guy. Yeah. I think I should know who that guy is, but I don't. So I'm sorry. Also, let's just say, like, we have to all agree that there's, like, as I think Costco points this out too, utopia is impossible. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like creating heaven on earth, right? It's not, it's not possible with the infallibles of human beings. But let's just ask the moral question, you know? Is it better to let people be free to make their own decisions or is it better to control every decision that they make? Which one's better? Which one, which direction should you move toward? There's, there's actually only one moral answer and that's not saying that you have control and ownership over other human beings. Yes. That's the way to do it. And socialists will say that, well, you know, socialism would work if people were just better and were, you know, thinking about the better good and and all that and and doing the right things. But the thing is, so libertarianism would work better if people were better too. Yeah. We talked, and we also talked about America except for slavery, but here's the thing. The reason why slaves were not considered a person, remember the three-fifths compromise, is because if they were considered people, it would have gone against the ideology that America was founded on, which is why they had to basically deem slaves as property yeah, and not actual people. If you want to try because and defend slavery, Charlie, I'm not that's trying to, fine. But I'm not trying to defend slavery. I'm just saying it goes against the ideology, which is why they define them as property and not people, mm. because the ideology that America was founded on was libertarian-ish ideas. I'm just speaking for myself here, but I think slavery was wrong. It it was wrong. It is wrong. <laughs> Still is wrong. Okay, let's move on. We're only on number, that was number six. Uh, number seven, pretty easy one. We're not going to go real far into it because we've already talked about it twice this week. But I did say it was the dumbest thing I had heard. And uh, using hyperbole, I said in my entire life. I don't think it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. That was hyperbolic. I do apologize. Number seven is the Chiefs, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, Joe Biden endorsement, Mm. conspiracy theory. It's not the conspiracy theory that they're trying to bump up the ratings for the NFL. That one could at least make some sense. But the idea that somehow this entire thing has happened so they can get Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey to endorse Joe Biden is really, really, really dumb. And I'm sorry. I'll, I'll say it straight to your face on Discord that it's really dumb. Uh, let's go on to the, just so we can skip over that. We don't need, Oh, there was a really funny thing here though. Did you see the Babylon bees headline no, on this? No, but David leave it. I think thought that this was somehow a real headline. Here's the Babylon bees headline. <laughs> and he has multiple tweets. Yeah. About yeah. this. I'm, I think he thought it was actually real. Um, he said, someone was paid to type this. Here's the headline. Conservatives uncover Democrat plot to turn Taylor Swift into an international pop star and the Kansas City Chiefs into a dynasty so Swift could date a Chiefs player and leverage the collective media coverage to get Joe Biden reelected. <laughs> <laughs> Good news is the Babylon Bee also thinks that this conspiracy theory is ridiculous because <laughs> that's what you think. <laughs> yeah. And David Leavitt said, how did this title get by an editor? Um, it's a joke. That's how the title got through. That's uh, an editor. They were kidding. Just so you know. Just Um, so you know. All right. Nancy, Nancy Pelosi is number eight. It's a video. Thank God. We get a video of Nancy Pelosi talking. 
been waiting this entire time plants, I think. to hear her. She's talking about ceasefire protesters. You know, those people who want bombs to stop killing people in Gaza. We don't have to get into an Israel-Gaza conversation mm-hmm. right now. But there's people that are protesting. Did you see the Babylon Bee headline, by the way? Gaza calls Gaza calls for the end of violence in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. <laughs> that was good. Reminded me of the onion back I mean, in the day. Chicago stepped right into it by voting for a ceasefire in Gaza when you're a city that's known for gun violence. Yeah. I mean, you just step right into it. That's mm-hmm. that's on you at that point. Well, she's got some words for these people that are running around protesting uh, the uh, Israel-Gaza conflict. But for them to call for a ceasefire is Mr. Putin's message. Mr. Putin's message. Make no mistake, this is directly connected to what he would like to see. What? Same thing with Ukraine. It's about Putin's message. I think some of these some of these protesters are spontaneous and organic and sincere. Some I think are connected uh, to Russia and I say that <laughs> having looked at this for a long time now as you, you know. You think some of these protests are Russian plants? I don't think they're plants. I think some financing should be investigated. And I want to ask the, the uh, uh, FBI to investigate that. <laughs> but for them to call for a ceasefire. Okay. Wait. Ceasefire protests in Gaza. The Gaza ceasefire protesters. Are Russian financed. Are Russian financed protesters. Yeah. It's Putin's message. It Just really, like his price hikes. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to say... <laughs> Uh, which thanks to him for lowering the prices in America. Yeah. We don't give him enough credit yeah, for that. That's true. You yeah. Know? Um, I think this is what happens when you lived inside of the uh, Russia, Russia, Russia bubble for so long. You know, the uh, the witch hunt, the Russia witch hunt, the hoax, the Russia hoax. That now you have something that, in my opinion, is completely unrelated to Russia. But who knows? I guess I'm not a big foreign policy expert. It seems kind of unrelated. I know it's not completely because, you know, we're all countries on the same earth and all that. Um, but when you see these people doing something that you don't like, now they've been protesting outside her house. There's actually a really funny video I forgot to bring in of her. They protest outside her house and she told one of them to go back to China. <laughs> I was trying to watch the video and see if the person was Asian because that would have been hilarious. <laughs> But now it's not just Russia, it's China, too, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. There's no way that there are people who actually don't like the fact that there's been like 25,000 or so people killed, you know, a lot of them, women and children and people starving to death and all that, all that going on. Most people you talk to don't like that. I've, you know, I've met some people who do like it, you know, they're like, I love watching videos of kids getting killed. You, you have met those? No. no oh, okay. <laughs> but you see how ridiculous it was when I said that? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that is um, whatever. I went to a kid's death rally the other day. <laughs> it was a, a whole group of people. What number was that? Can someone give me a That was number eight. Okay, Nancy Pelosi, Russia, Russia, Russia. Right there. Okay. Okay, the next one goes to Democrat Representative Ayanna Presley, who is accusing Walgreens accusing Walgreens of racial discrimination by closing stores in neighborhoods that are overrun by theft. Yes, Walgreens is closing stores um, because of all the theft, and this is specifically in Baston uh, where this is happening. And it turns out it's just because Walgreens is racist. Mm, That's right. 
I just don't like black people. And and Black History Month of all times. Come on, folks. That's ridiculous. All right, let's go, Ayanna, now. Mr. Speaker, Walgreens is planning to close yet another pharmacy in the Massachusetts 7th, (laughs) this time on Warren Street in Roxbury, a community that is 85% black and Latino. This closure is a part of a larger trend of abandoning low-income communities like the previous closures in Mattapan and Hyde Park, both in the Massachusetts 7th. When a Walgreens leaves a neighborhood, they disrupt the entire community and and they take with them baby formula, diapers, asthma inhalers, life saving medications and of course jobs these closures are not arbitrary and they are not innocent they are life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination okay yep charlie do you have a right to a walgreens store in your neighborhood absolutely (laughs) i was waiting for you to say not after that but no i see where we're going here yeah they should probably be forced to stay open actually Uh, well they can't make too much money no, no, no. That'd be price gouging. But, yeah. But Mm-mm. yeah, I, like they can't raise their prices to make up for all the items that are getting stolen from their store because that's price gouging. That's also racist exactly. for them to do that. And if they have to hire security guards mm-hmm. and if they have uh, if they have Texas put razor wire up around their store or something like that and they have to pay for all that and raise their prices. Well, that's just price gouging. Yep. That's what that is. The so, problem is we don't, you know. We need free Walgreens. Mm. That's what we need. I gotcha. You know, like free healthcare. Just like that. Yeah. How are we going to pay for it, though? Uh, we'll tax the billionaires. Okay. Wealth tax. Where the billionaires get their money, though? Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> Selling people stuff. Um, opponents of the closure tried for weeks to convince the company to reconsider its decision. Uh, but we're unsuccessful. The location closed. Uh, the mayor, the representatives, Ina Presley, please keep on these people for letting these things in Roxbury close. Letting them close. Mm. Letting a business decide to not operate. Because now you have a right to it, but also you hate it when it's there. Yeah. It is communities who have the least other options of where to get their medications filled where the pharmacies are closing, said Boston Mayor Michelle Wu. The Walgreens closure on Warren Street continues the trend of corporations abandoning black and brown and immigrant communities. Reads a statement from Presley, Elizabeth Warren, and Ed Markey. That's what they're doing. (laughs) They're, They're leaving because the communities are black and brown. That's why. An immigrant. Because they don't care about black and brown yeah. people's money it yeah. spins different if this whole this is okay this is why we always talk about this whole victim mentality and all of that and the, the, this is why because in the culture when something like this happens rather than placing the blame where it belongs and telling people they should stop stealing <laughs> or you're gonna lose your stores because you can't stop taking things that don't belong to you and holding those people accountable and responsible no that's racist we're going to hold the store owners accountable because they are being stolen from. Not only that, you preach an entire message to this group of people that tells them to hate these big companies, tells them that they're overcharging you, they're price gouging you, that you actually have a right to this stuff and shouldn't have to pay for it. It's no wonder these things happen. It's not when that you tell an entire community that they're victims. It says here, Walgreens must not abandon this community. Walgreens didn't abandon the community. The community has abandoned themselves. Put that on a bumper sticker. You should go tell your neighbors. Stop breaking the law. <laughs> 
Of course, there are law-abiding people that get punished because of this, but it's not on the store to stay open in a location where they're losing money. It doesn't matter if it's because of theft or because people just don't want to buy stuff there. They, they need to make money. Yeah. And if they raise their prices, you're going to... Elizabeth Warren is signing on. Elizabeth Warren to be the first one lined up with her freaking tomahawk and her headdress telling them that they got to lower their prices, slashing them prices. Okay. With the tomahawk. With the tomahawk. Yeah. Slashing straight through there. Should be scalping Walgreens. Um, Anyway, it does exist in a high crime area. Last year, uh, the crime in this area was up 38% uh, from June of 2019. In fact, here's a crime map. I've actually dug into this one. I wanted to see. I looked up the address to the location and all that. I'm trying to figure out. How was there one with an A plus right in the middle of all of this? (laughs) Wow. They must have a fence. Must must have a fence (laughs) or something. I don't. Must be. uh, I don't know. Security. So anyway, they're they're right here. Of course, there's corners happening right here. This is Warren Street, and uh, the darker these, the more red these colors get. I don't want to say darker in relation to this. The more red these colors get, the more crime there is. Yeah, you could tell people like, yeah, I live on Mm -hmm. Warren Street, you know, Mm -hmm. in Boston, Mm -hmm. and you don't know, but that person super wealthy and safe <laughs> apparently or are they a gangster you know? now what's interesting there is you just associated that with wealth oh i'm that, sure that, that that was a, a higher income neighborhood or a higher wealth neighborhood and that they would at, would be the low lower crime neighborhood oh it's it all comes down to economics it does it, it doesn't matter the all color of it. It, all of it like it, it's all it, it's all economic status yep you know you see this um especially if you're in the service industry Okay. It doesn't matter uh, whether you, if you serve people, right, you, you can tell for the most part, now this is always stereotypical, but for the <laughs> most part, you can tell how that person is going to treat you based on their economic status. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they're white, if they're Hispanic, if they're black, if they're brown, if they're Asian, it doesn't matter. The economic status is what's going to to give you an indication for the most part of how that person is going to treat you as you serve them. Charlie and I waited tables for a long time, which means we have taken a wide statistical sample of human beings and learned a lot from them and how they treat people mm-hmm. and, uh, and how they tip and, and how nice they are and how much, how much they need and how much, how demanding they are. And uh, if you want to know anything, just ask us off the air. Yeah. <laughs> well, and again, it doesn't have anything to do with, mm-hmm. with the color of people. It's all, it's economic status. That's why economics is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. It's the most important thing. This is, I mean, it's not, it's all we need to talk about. That's right, Joe. <laughs> all right. Number uh, 10. This will be the last one here from Kasim Rashid. Kasim right. Rashid Esquire. Okay. Go ahead. All right. White history month is trending. And then he did a little eyebrow raise. FYI, FYI for your information. White is not a culture. White people don't have cultures. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's German culture, French culture, Irish culture. Celebrate them, but no such thing as white culture. So labeling racism as anti-white is not defending a culture. It's defending being racist without consequence. All right. Before you say anything, I'm going to quiz you. I've got a, I've got a test. I've already got this ready for you. All right. Okay. This is a world map. Can you please point out black on this map? Uh, Tell me where the nation of black. Black culture? 
No, no. I mean, tell me. I mean, there's no white culture. It's either, uh, what is it? Irish German, culture, yeah. German culture. Can you just point out where black is for me? <laughs> where black culture comes from? No, not black culture. I want to know black. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, I, I would say it's mostly the whole map. Would you say it's a... Would you say it's a whole bunch of different countries? Oh, yeah. You know, when you draw back to people's ancestry? Yeah. That it's not from the nation of black? (laughs) (laughs) Just like white culture is not a thing. It comes from all these different countries Mm -hmm. that white people originated from. Yeah, I mean... I'm just wondering. Like Algeria has a different culture than Uganda. And Ethiopia (laughs) is different than Chad. Yeah. And Chad's different than Botswana. Which is different than South America, South Africa, which is different than America. And actually, um, if you read, I recommend people read a Thomas Sowell book. Uh, actually, I recommend you read about 25 Thomas Sowell books, but a specific one uh, that's called, what is it, Black Rednecks and White Liberals. Uh, great book. Let me just a little thing on black culture. What this person means by black culture is not um, from Chad or from Nigeria or any of these places. Or Niger. Um, Black culture uh, originates, you can trace it back to Niger. White slave owners in the South. Mm. That is what black culture in America actually resembles. The culture of white slave owners in the South. You do not draw any of the things. that fancy talk. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say because I'm not, you know, I'm not the expert on this issue, but I do recommend people go read Black Rednecks and White Liberals. Mm. So anyhow, uh, those. Oh, my Lord. All right, let's get the votes Mm -hmm. in. Everyone go to the Dumb Bleep channel real quick. Mm -hmm. We got 10 items in the Dumb Bleep channel. All right. (laughs) Man, I thought we were going to keep going. Get your vote on. (laughs) Uh, Let me put this last one in Get your votes in. White. Get your votes in. Culture. Let's get those votes in in the Dumb Bleep of the week channel i like how one of the options is 8 a.m don't bleep yeah that's <laughs> oh, true man i think it's already got some votes too all right where can people go to uh to find more of us charlie oh uh just look at a map <laughs> just look on the map well the map's not on the screen anymore oh but i would say but you could pull out a map you could or look at one on your phone probably yeah you could actually look at the and world then, wide web and then that's where you would yeah. find us the yeah. goodmorningliberty.us. You can find us on YouTube. Uh, you can find us in the club. Um, you can catch us bright and early, like uh, today. Uh, but you can go to uh, goodmorningliberty.us or you can go to joingmail.com. You can go to the Fed Haters Club. Yeah. If you want to do that, when you go to joingmail.com, you join up. Okay. okay. Yeah. You can go to God Hates Feds and get some merch. Get your very own God Hates Feds t shirt. Mm. Yeah, offend a, offend someone today. Yeah, make so it your daily we goal. Exist virtually. Yeah, it's ma- mainly virtual. We're not even actually real. This is just a total AI podcast. Okay, that's that's all it is. Sorry, sorry all to right. tell you, it's not a bad idea. By the way, <laughs> it's a total AI podcast. God, yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's some out there already. Robots talking to each other. Hey, everyone, get your votes in. Quit messing around out and there. No one knows what they're going to say. You know, you just have robots talking to each other. I'm, that's For already an hour. I guarantee it's already a thing. Great idea. It's got to be. Great idea. Um, no one's voting. The discrepancy between people and votes is pretty low. Mm. It, but it, if you 
look at with uh, 30% of the precincts reporting. Um, Are you going to call it? It looks like we could call the Ayana Walgreens as the winner for Dumbleep hmm. um, with 30% of the precincts reporting. Now, we're probably going to have about eight times as many mail-in votes come in, but that's a couple days from now, so we'll let you know. Yeah, I mean, that seems, that, that seems pretty dumb. All right, folks, if you enjoyed this three hours tonight to make sure you go find our podcast good morning liberty on your favorite podcast app i know we're called liberty at night right now but we're good morning liberty every single day we'll see you next week if you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity this will be the most important message you'll hear this year here's why we now have a small number of solar generators back in stock These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD.